So we're here to glorify Lord Vichyananda. You know his pranam mantra? Vichyanandam aham naomi sarvananda karamparam harinama pradam Bow down to the Supreme Lord, Vichyananda Prabhu, aham naomi sarvananda karam who is the awarder of the highest joy to all, Sarvananda. Harinama Pradam Devam. And he is the bestower of the holy name. Now I'm going to talk about it, but the holy name actually comes from him. And then Abhaduta Shiromana, the best of the Abhadutas, a sannyasi who's beyond all rules and regulations, as you will see a little bit, is very far out. <laughs> and not to be imitated. Uh, we'll come back to that a little more. Now, uh, Lord Chaitanya and Lord, Lord Dichinanda, they're very, very, very close. Huh? It's Krishna and Balaram. So it's very interesting that in the Chaitanya Bhagavat, uh, uh, and in uh, the Chaitanya Charitamrita, when he describes in the beginning Lord Chaitanya Nityananda, right in the beginning, this is the first verse of the Adi Khand of Chaitanya Bhagavat, they use the Dvivachana. Uh, in Sanskrit, in English, we have singular and plural uh, number. So your conjugation of verbs and your tenses and, uh, and uh, all have to be in the we have singular and plural, uh, but Sanskrit has singular, dual, and plural. For just two people together, they have a dual endings and dual verb forms. So that's called dvivachana. The ekavachana is what we call first, uh, single, one person, singular. Bahuvachana, plural, many, but they also have dvivachana. So the beginning verses of both the Chaitanya Charitamrita and the uh, and the Chaitanya uh, Bhagavata uh, are in Dvivachana. So Chaitanya Bhagavata begins like this, very first verse, Ajana Lambita Bhujao Kanaka Vadatao Kanaka Vadatao Sankirtanaika Pitarao Kamalaya Takshao Vishwambarao Dvijabharo, Yuga Dharma Bharo, Vande Jagat Priya Karo, Karuna Avataro. So that, that AU ending is the dual ending. So you're offering uh, respectful obeisances unto Chaitanya and Nichananda, so both together. So one word, but two people. <laughs> so, so uh, Ajanu Lambita Bujo. They have long arms that go down to their knees when they stand up. Mine reach when you sit. <laughs> so if your if your hands reach down to your knees, that's one of the signs of a Mahapurusha. Yeah. So they both have long arms that extend down to their knees. Ajana Lambita Bujo. And then Kanaka Vadatao. Their complexions are golden. Uh, complected. Uh, 
Sankirtanai ka Pitarao. They both are the fathers, <laughs> Pitarao, the two fathers of uh, Sankirtanaika, the only two fathers of Sankirtan or chanting of the holy names. That's, that's who they are together. Kamalalaya Katakshao, and they both have eyes like uh, lotus flowers, lotus petal eyes. Vishwambarao, uh, they are both Vishwambara. Sometimes it is Vishwambara is Lord Chaitanya's name, but here both are Vishwambara, maintainers of the uh, living beings. Dvijavaro, the best of the twice-born, the Brahmanas. Yugadharma Palao, the two of them, uh, Pala means protectors, uh, or, uh, or yeah, protectors of the Yugadharma. The Sankirtan, the religious principles of Krishna of this age, Yuganarma Palau, and then Bandei, then I offer my obeisances, Jagatpriya uh, Karao, they are the uh, benefactors of the universe, and Karuna Avataro, the most merciful um, incarnation. So that's the use of this Trivachana. And then the second verse of the Adi Lila, uh, ch- uh, chap- first chapter of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Bande Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sahoditao Nityanandao Sahoditao Gododai Pushpavantao Chitrao Shandao Tamundao So I'm offering obeisances unto uh, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nityanandao So they have both together the, the one, one word to the two people who are named Sri Krishna Chaitanya and Nityananda. Sahodito, they have arisen together. Uh, they have risen to, to, together. Saha Udito, Goda Udaye, on the eastern horizon of Godadesh. Pushpavanto, uh, they translate this as the sun and the moon together. Uh, they are chitra, they are both wonderful, shamdo, uh, bestowing benedictions or blessings, tamanundao, and dissipating the darkness of ignorance. So here, that case of uh, uh, the two of them together, uh, working uh, like one, the two are like one. They use that drivachana very skillfully here to indicate this. In the uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj, uh, who tells in that case how by Lord Nityananda's mercy he ended up going to Vrindavan, uh, taking shelter of the six Goswamis, uh, and then uh, uh, writing Chaitanya Charitamrita, explaining Lord Chaitanya uh, uh, as he understood them from uh, Rupa, Sanatana, Jiva, and others. Um, so he says, Krishna as Kaviraj Goswami says, Who in this world but Nityananda could show his mercy to such an abominable person as me? Uh, he thinks of himself this way because Krishna as Goswami is so advanced, but spiritual life is just the opposite of the material world. 
So the people who have become advanced in Krishna consciousness, they think of themselves less and less and less. Just the opposite of, for example, the government just down the street. <laughs> this is the, everything is opposite. So the greater you are, the less you think you are. Huh? So he's thinking like this, and he goes on to say in this, but anyone who even says my name will go to hell, you know? This is how he feels. Yeah. Anyway. Who but Nityananda could show his mercy to such an abominable person as me? Because he is intoxicated by ecstatic love and is an incarnation of mercy, he does not distinguish between the good and the bad. See how fortunate we are? I would have been left out altogether. <laughs> I could say that for myself. He does not distinguish between the good and the bad. He delivers all those who fall down before him. Therefore he has delivered such a sinful and fallen person to me. Although I am sinful and I am most fallen, he has conferred upon me the lotus feet of Sri Rupa Goswami. The mercy of Lord Nichananda showed me Sri Madana Mohana and gave me Sri Madana Mohana as my Lord and Master. So that's his feelings about uh, the Nichananda Prabhu. Let's see if I can okay. So I'm going to read to you, we don't have that much time, so I'm going to read to you from the Chaitanya Bhagavat uh, of Vrindavan Das Thakur, the first uh, of the great books about Lord Chaitanya. So here in the, the uh, Anjakanda, uh, fifth chapter, he, he talks about Nityananda here. So I'll just read the text uh, translation. Nityananda Prabhu was most independent and effulgent. He wandered all over Nilachala. So let's talk about when Lord Chaitanya was together with Nityananda and Jagannath Puri. He was always intoxicated by the mellows of transcendental ecstasy. Parananda Rase Unmata. Intoxicated, insane actually, <laughs> like that. No one could understand his incomprehensible glories. He constantly chanted the name Sri Krishna Chaitanya. Yeah? That's what it says here. Uh, Japena, by, by Japa. Sri Krishna Chaitanya. Even in his dream, he would not speak anything else. Nitai's love for Lord Chaitanya was like the love and attachment Lakshman had for Ramchandra. By the mercy of Lord Nityananda, the entire world is now singing the glories of Lord Chaitanya. Now there's something presenting a future event is present. <laughs> you can see. It's because so today people in this place are chanting the glories of Lord Chaitanya. It's the mercy of Nityananda. Protreptic utterance, it's called, presenting a future event as 
present as a rhetorical device for triptych utterance, or he's using that. In this way, the two brothers, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nittai, lived at Nilachala. One day, uh, Sri Gaurasundar, the Supreme Lord in the form of a human being, not a Hari, sat down with Nityananda in a solitary place. The Lord said, Oh, listen, magnanimous Nityananda, Mahamati, we call him, listen, go quickly to Navadvipa. I have personally promised to inundate the fools, the fallen, the poor, in the happiness of ecstatic love. So he, these, these people are listed, the Murka, the Nietzsche, the Deridra. Oh, I, I promise to do this, he says. Uh, this is Lord Chaitanya's mission. Actually, it was there even way long before Lord Chaitanya, uh, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, there's a verse, Kirata, Hunandra, Pulinda Pukasha, Abira Shomba, Yogana, Kashadaya, Yenye, Chapapa, Yerapashvalaya, Shvaya, Shudanti, that's my Prabhavishna Vedama. That's because I'm here, I'm in that list. Yeah. Actually, anybody born outside of India is in that list. And of course, all you Indians who've come here, now you're on that list. Kirata, Hulandra, Pulinda, all these sinful people. All of these, and even those more sinful can be saved by one who is uh, a devotee of the lotus feet of uh, Krishna. So, this is Lord Chaitanya's mission now, making that Bhagavatam prophecy come true. So he says, I, pro I promise to do this. So he says to Nityananda, if you also remain silent like a muni and renounce your magnanimous uh, nature, then tell me who will deliver the fools and the wretched souls who have fallen into material life? You are the distributor of the mellows of devotional service, Bhakti Rasa. If you hide them, then what is the use of your incarnation in this world, your avatar? Yeah. Now, if you wish to fulfill my promise, then you should go to Bengal without delay, uh, the Godadesh. Deliver the fools, the wretched, the fallen, and distressed people by giving them devotional service. So that's his order. You do this. Having received the Lord's order, Nityananda Chandra immediately left for Godadesh with his associates. And then in this list, all these associates of Nityananda, Nityananda Swarup was accompanied by his intimate associates, associates such as Ramdas, Gadadhar Das, Mahashaya, Raghunath, Vaidya, who was filled with the mellows of devotional service, Krishna Das, Pandit, Parameshwari Das, and the most jubilant, Purandara Pandita. So some are Pandits, some are Vajas, different groups. As they began their journey, Lord Nityananda first bestowed ecstatic love on all his associates, first ones. He gave it to them. 
As a result, they completely forgot themselves. There was no end to the ecstatic symptoms that manifest in their bodies. The topmost Vaishnava, Ramdas, was the first to manifest the mood of a cowherd boy. Somewhere on the way. So here they are traveling. It wasn't easy to travel in those days, and they had to, they had to cross over from a, you know, a Hindu kingship to a Muslim things, you know, toll takers and hostages, anyway. But they, this is what they did. Somewhere along the way, Ramdas forgot the external world and stood for nine hours in a threefold bending form. Gadadadas became absorbed in the mood of Radhika. He loudly laughed and said, who will buy yogurt? The most man magnanimous Raghunath Vaidya Upadhyaya became fully absorbed in the mood of Revati. Krishna Das and Parameshwari Das would always raise a loud uproar in the mood of cowherd boys. Purandara Pandit would climb a tree and jump from it, declaring, I am Angada. So this way, previous associates of, uh, uh, of, of Krishna in previous times, in Vrindavan or uh, Brahmachandra, they would, uh, their identities would, would uh, be expressed. In this way, Nityananda, the origin of Ananta, uh, arose all the devotees' transcendental uh, sentiments. Within a half an hour, they would cover four to eight miles. Good progress. They did not know whether they were going left or right. After some time, they would ask some people, Oh, brothers, can you tell us how we can reach the Ganga? These people would reply, Alas, you've taken the wrong path. You've come six hours away from the proper path. After hearing their words, they would return to the right path but they would go in the wrong direction as before. <laughs> Again, they would ask some people who would reply, the proper path is 20 miles to the left. Then they laughed and went again toward the proper path. They were not even aware of their own bodies, what to speak of the road. Must have been some trip to see. They did not feel any bodily urges like hunger, thirst, fear, or distress, for they were all relishing transcendental happiness. Who can know or describe all the pastimes that Nityananda performed on the way? They were all unlimited. Or, the other translation is, only Ananda can know and describe them. In this way, Nityananda, the origin of Lord Ananta, came to the village of Panihati on the bank of the Ganges. He first went to Raghava Pandit's house, where he stayed al <laughs> uh, uh, along with all his associates. Raghava Pandit, uh, Sri Makaradwaja Kara, and all their families became greatly pleased in this way. Nishiranda stayed with his associates in the village of Panihati. He would constantly roar loudly in ecstasy, and he was always overwhelmed with no sign of external consciousness. When he felt the desire to dance, all the singers quickly gathered around him. The most pious Madhava Ghosh was expert in performing kirtan. There was no kirtan leader like him in the entire world. He was known as the singer of Vrindavan 
and he was most dear to Nityananda Swaru. Madhava, Vasudev, and Govinda were three brothers when they began to sing, Lord Nityananda would dance. The most powerful Avaduta would dance in such a way that the earth would sway under the weight of his feet. He would always chant the name of Hari and roar loudly. People would be struck with wonder on seeing him forcefully fall to the ground. Anyone who received his glance as he was dancing would fall to the ground in ecstatic love. Just as he looked at them. Nityananda, who was filled with the mellows of ecstatic love, now began his auspicious task of delivering the entire world. So this is where it started. He manifests all the various transformations of loving devotional service as he danced wonderfully. After some time, he sat down on the deity throne and instructed devotees to perform Abhishek. Raghava Pandit and the Lord's other associates immediately began to perform Abhishek. They brought thousands of pots filled with Ganges water mixed with various scented oils. Everyone happily poured water on his head as they all chanted the name of Hari in four directions. They all chanted mantras and songs that were appropriate for Abhishek and everyone's hair stood on end as they became filled with great satisfaction. After completing the Abhishek, they dressed Nityananda in new cloth and smeared his body with sandalwood pulp. They decorated his broad chest with garlands of forest flowers and tulsi leaves. Isn't they doing Abhishek here? They're coming on by it honestly. <laughs> now it's happening all over the world today. Then they brought an opulent throne decorated with gold and placed it before him. As Lord Nityananda sat on the throne, Sri Raghavananda held an umbrella over his head. All the devotees began to chant, Jai, Jai, musical instruments produced ecstatic vibrations in the four directions. Everyone raised their arms and exclaimed, Save us, save us. Srahi, Srahi, let's go. Srahi, Srahi. There you go. <laughs> they were in such ecstasy that they forgot themselves. He ordered, Listen, Raghava Pandit, quickly bring me a garland of Kadamba flowers. I'm very fond of Kadamba flowers. In fact, I always reside in a Kadamba forest. With folded hands, Raghavananda said, This is not the season for Kadamba flowers. <laughs> the Lord said, Go home and look carefully. There may be some blossoming somewhere. Raghava went inside the house and was struck with wonder at what he saw. He saw that the lime tree was filled with the most amazing blooming Kadamba flowers. How wonderful was the color and fragrance of those flowers. All one's material bondage was destroyed by seeing those flowers. When Raghava Pandit saw those Kadamba flowers, he lost external consciousness and became filled with jubilation. He then checked his emotions and quickly prepared a garland. 
Because his emotions interfere with his service, service comes first. Ecstasy is no excuse. <laughs> Which he brought the garland to Lord Nityananda Prabhu. When Lord Nityananda saw the garland of Kadamba flowers, he accepted it with great satisfaction. All the Vaishnavas became overwhelmed upon seeing that wonderful incident and on smelling the sweet fragrance of the Kadamba garland. Shortly thereafter, another wonderful incident took place. Everyone smelled the wonderful fragrance of uh, Damanaka flowers. The fragrance of Damanaka, we don't have them in this country, Artisimisia uh, indica, it's an Indian plant. All ten directions were filled with that fragrance. Nityananda smiled and said, Oh, brothers, ah, <laughs> bye. Why, tell me, do you smell something? Everyone folded their hands and said, We smell the wonderful fragrance of Damanaka flowers in the four directions. Upon hearing their words, Lord Nityananda mercifully revealed the secret behind this. He said, Listen to this most confidential topic. All of you should understand this. Lord Chaitanya came today from Nilachala to hear the kirtan. His body was decorated with the divine garland of Damanaka flowers, and he stayed there for a while, leaning against one tree. The four directions were filled with the divine fragrance of the Damanaka flowers that were decorated, uh, decorating his body. The Lord personally came from Nilachala to see you all dance, and chant in the kirtan. There. So this was Lord Chaitanya, he had his avirabhava. His, he would manifest sometimes, and one time he always manifest was when Lord Nityananda was dancing in kirtan. Wherever Lord Nityananda danced in kirtan, Lord Chaitanya would, some people would be able to see him. Also when uh, uh, Sachi Mata cooked and uh, offered prasadam, Lord Chaitanya also, his Abhirabhava was there, his manifestation was there. Although he was personally maybe in one place where you could see it with their dwells on, he would appear uh, in another place. So one, whenever Lord Chaitanya, Nityananda uh, danced and chanted, Lord Chaitanya would uh, be there. Uh, and then he gave a benediction, may all of you become filled with the, the, the mellow, the rasa, uh, prima rasa, by constantly glorifying Sri Krishna Chaitanya Chandra. Mm. After speaking these words, Nityananda loudly chanted the name of Hari. He then cast his love-filled glance in all directions. By the love-filled glance of Nityananda Swarup, they all forgot themselves. O oh, brothers, hear about the power of Nityananda and how he distributed devotional service throughout the entire world. As I said there, for, for people like uh, 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 Vrindavan Das Thakur, the future is present sometimes. <laughs> the devotion of the gopis described in Srimad Bhagavatam 
was awarded to the people of the world by Nityananda. So for, it's always already happening, but time was separating them a little. As Nityananda was sitting on the throne, all of his associates danced before him. Someone climbed out on the branch of a tree and walked on the leaves, yet he did not fall. Someone roared loudly in ecstatic love and jumped down from the top of the tree. Someone roared loudly as he grabbed the root of a tree and then uprooted it while chanting the name of Hari. Someone ran into a betel nut forest, grabbed five or seven trees and uprooted them together. His body was filled with such powerful ecstatic love that he uprooted those trees as if they were blades of grass. Blades of grass. Nichananda Swarup's ecstatic love was so powerful that everyone's body became filled with the transformation of ecstatic love for Krishna at described in the Srimad Bhagavatam such as crying, shivering, being stunned, perspiring, hair standing on it, in shouting loudly, voices choking, turning pale, thundering, roaring like a lion, and falling unconscious in ecstasy. There was an intense shower of ecstatic devotional love in whatever direction Lord Nityananda cast his glance. Whoever he looked at lost consciousness in ecstatic love and rolled on the ground forgetting his cloth. As someone tried to catch hold, uh, catch hold of Nityananda Swarup's feet, Nityananda Prabhu sat on the, thr the throne and smiled. The principal devotees of Sri Nityananda became filled with various potencies and began to display many wonderful feasts. They were omniscient, which is rare among human beings. Their words came true and their bodies manifested beautiful features. Anyone who was touched by their hands forgot everything and became overwhelmed with ecstasy. In this way, Nityananda Prabhu relished devotional service for three months in the village of Panehati. For those three months, no one manifests external consciousness. They did not even feel the slightest urge of the body. None of them ate anything for three months. They did nothing other than dance in the happiness of ecstatic love. The happiness of ecstatic love that was masked when they say that's the prema, prema sukha, uh, was manifest in the village of Panihati will be described in the four Vedas. Note, will be described in the four Vedas. Who has the ability to describe the pastimes that Nityananda performed in a half hour? Nityananda passed every moment dancing in ecstasy in the midst of his association, his associates. Sometimes he would sit in the virasana posture, posture like if you're, this is, you have two swords, you're a guard, you sit like this. This is the virasana, you know. And have the devotees dance one after another in front of him. 
The dancing of each devotee was so sublime that the four directions became filled with a flood of ecstatic love. In the happiness of ecstatic love, everyone could fall to the ground like banana trees falling in a great storm. All the devotees did whatever Lord Nishananda asked them to do. He would induce all the devotees to constantly perform Sankirtan as inaugurated by Sri Krishna Chaitanya. That's uh, to say here, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Sankirtan. Huh? He began to manifest such ecstatic love that anyone who came to watch became overwhelmed. When any servant desired something, he would immediately receive it. In this way, they were all so absorbed in the mellows of ecstatic love that those three months seemed to them like only a moment. I'll read a little bit of the next part. After some days, Nityananda Prabhu desired to decorate himself with some ornaments. As soon as that desire awoke in him, all varieties of ornaments appeared there. Pious people offered their obeisances and gave, so they showed up, <laughs> these, these uh, pious people, uh, gave Nityananda attractive ornaments made of gold, silver, various precious stones like diamonds, emeralds, and corals, fine silk cloth, and pearl necklaces. So these people came. He then decorated himself with ornaments that had already been made and others that were made according to his own desires. According to his own desire, he decorated his two wrists and arms with gold bracelets and armlets. He decorated his ten fingers with gold rings studded with jewels. He decorated his neck with many varieties of fine necklaces made of diamonds, pearls, and corals. For the pleasure of Maheshwara, he wore a gold and silver necklace set with Rudraksha and cat's eye gems. His two ears were beautified by gold earrings studded with pearls. Just think of it like this, huh? And meditate. His lotus feet were adorned with silver ankle bells with an enchanting band of silver above them. He was dressed in varieties of white, blue, and yellow silk cloth. In this way, he looked wonderfully attractive. Flower garlands of Malati, Malika, Yuti, and Shampaka swung to and fro on his attractive chest. He smeared his body with fragrant sandalwood paste uh, mixed with Goro Chandna. He was decorated with varieties of silk cloth with varieties of flower garlands on top. His pleasing faith defeated the beauty of millions of moons. He smiled as he constantly chanted the name of Hari. In whatever direction his lotus-eyed glanced, there was a shower of ecstatic love that inundated everyone. Just as Lord Haladar held a club, Nityananda always held in his hand a beautiful iron rod that looked as if it were silver 
and that was bound on two sides with gold. His associates directed themselves with various ornaments like bracelets, bangles, leg bands, ankle bells, beautiful necklaces, buffalo horns, sticks, flutes, ropes, garlands of gunja, uh, those little red and black seeds, uh, for they were all expansions of the Calvary boys of Braja. In this way, Nityananda enjoyed his own ecstatic mood as he sported in the company of his associates. So now this chapter goes on, and he starts wandering among all the villages on the both sides of the Ganga. But we'll, we'll stop there and run out of time, I think. Sri Nityananda Ramaki! Questions, comments, something to add? Yeah. So we can very much appreciate that, you know, we should so be so thankful because it's his mercy that this Hare Krishna movement has spread all over the world and his good wishes that have brought us here together today. And we may simply pray, may your mercy continue to expand and may we continue to expand your mercy so that the whole world becomes flooded with this Krishna consciousness. Hare Krishna.